excerpt taken from Lauren Hill interview in the year 2000. You know, it has very little to do with what people think success is. I actually feel successful right now, even though, you know, I don't have an album out or a video or a song on the radio because I'm trying to be obedient to his will. I'm trying to be, you know, a loving and caring mother, a loving and caring wife to be, a loving and caring daughter, a loving and caring friend, a responsible person. And every day is another opportunity for me to be successful at that. The other stuff, I think it'll come. I think, you know, that I don't think I know. There are certain gifts that each of us have. You know, the gifts we don't have to worry about so much because God gave them to us. It's, it's, it's the living, it's the life, it's the now. You know, it's wisdom without understanding is what is it? You know, how do you, you're so wise, you're so intelligent, but how do you apply that to your life? Is your life in turmoil? This Around the Way girl wants to chat with you. She's discovering new information in this world that surrounds her, tapping into her inner power, her sexuality, and taking ownership of her insecurities. She discovered she had to unlearn some things. Come and enjoy her moments of reflection, re-education, redefinition, and evolution. Kick back, sip some wine, take a drive, whatever your vibe. Join me, your host, Shay Sana, with She Discovered Podcast. So stay tuned. You might learn some things. Finding one's purpose can be a very frustrating and at the same time enlightening experience. Seeking for the meaning behind your existence, questioning if your decision in life align with who and where you are meant to be. In this episode, I have one of my guy best friends, Herve, as well as one of my female best friends, Ashira, also known as my sister, discussing the very fundamentals which led us to the understanding not only of our own purpose, but the overall meaning to purpose. So let's start off with defining purpose. If you go to the dictionary, it will basically say the reason for which something or someone is created, right? Um, my reason for being. Do you guys agree with that definition or do you see it to being something else? I think it's that plus the time in which you are born. Because there's a scripture that does say, you know, we are born for such a time as this. Mm. So I think everybody is placed on this earth at whatever time period it is for a specific purpose. And throughout someone's lifespan, one kind of figures that out and they see the reason for their um, purpose and why they're here. So mm. I think it's, you know, why they're here, but the specific time period in which they live in. Okay, we're going to come back to that because that's a good point of view. How about you, Ashira? I think, you know, just as I'm listening to Hervé speak and just as you said that definition, I'm realizing that I often used to think of purpose as a singular term, but it's really plural. Okay. Now, I feel um, because really we look at purpose or I used to think that purpose was like this just one thing, like this one thing that I'm called to. And then oftentimes in the past, though I understood that God was involved in my purpose, I never actually really spoke to seeing what God's definition of what my purpose was. Mm. I kept feeling like I was looking to what it is that I desired, what I felt in me. Right. And so now I really understand more so that purpose has to for me is what I'm called to and specifically called to by God. And I also think that it looks different in different areas in my life. Yeah. That I just don't have a purpose just in one area, like not just my vocation. And oftentimes mm -hmm. when we think about purpose, we're thinking.
thinking about our career, but what is your purpose in regards to who you're called to in your vocation? And sometimes that looks like ministry in regards to a group outside of your career. That looks like what is your purpose within your family? What is your purpose in your marriage and relationships? What is your purpose in a lot of these different areas? And so I think it's more of a plural term in regards to who are you called to be wherever God has placed you? I agree with you because once you said that, the next thing that came to my mind was that I don't believe purpose in one's life is one dimensional. I've come to realize that purpose is a journey and it doesn't have to be one specific assignment. It can actually be assignments. Like you said, like, what am plural. I doing? Plural, right. <laughs> like, what am I doing vocationally? What am I doing in my relationships with my friends and my family? And then if marriage is to be something, marriage is also a ministry. So I believe in one's character and one's journey with purpose. I don't think it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? A concrete situation that you can That's say, right. boom, this is what it is. I think it's an experience that we go through mm. throughout life and the things that we are called to do and the things that we are obedient to, like with God's voice or even understanding our internal intuitions or right. GPS to know like, man, I was called to do this with this person. I was called to do this with this group of people. And then we're going to get into our own separate journeys of trying to understand our purpose or what purpose meant to us until this um, day. But a lot of times, we ignore the little moments throughout the years that was a part of our purpose instead of being tunnel vision. That's what I was looking right. for, tunnel vision and saying, well, I need to get to that, ignoring all the other steps that would lead you to that ultimate understanding of why you were created. Right. I want to kind of add to something you said there because, you know, well, two things, right? Not just only like who you're called, what you're called to do, but also who you're called to be. Right? Mm -hmm. And and kind of, I think we also sometimes forget about that because we keep thinking about purpose in regards to action, but oftentimes in our life, we forget who it is that we need to be. Amen. It's taken me, you know, quite some time, you know, to, to understand that as a teacher, right? And, that, and that's part of my vocation in addition to music and singing, but as a teacher, which I feel that's what God called me to be as an educator, it's not so much about what I teach my students, but who am I for them, um, uh, right? Exactly. Who am I for them right? in the classroom? in this space and especially while we're in this this time of virtual learning right where right. you know students are in their homes and they're no longer in the spaces in the school who do I who do I get to be what kind of voice am I for them what kind of motivational voice am I for them who, who am mm -hmm. I showing up as when I come to them in their class do they come to my class and find it to be a safe space do they find me to be a person that they can confide in and sometimes especially within education and a lot of our workplaces we focus so much at the task that we forget about our purpose in just being there and how you show up oh, right yes. um yeah your presence right and the other thing i was thinking about too is when you talked about assignment and assignment we can unpackage that a little bit more because unpackage you know it. We can unpackage assignment. Yeah. so it's like i think assignment we can sometimes um confuse with purpose because sometimes your assignment is not your purpose sometimes mm -hmm. you might be <laughs> 
that's yeah. like, ooh, okay, child, relationships. <laughs> and you go into Let's a go. whole relationship with someone <laughs> and thinking like, oh, he my boo, like this is supposed to be the person I'm supposed to be with, almost as if like that's purpose. Scared. This is who I'm going to get married to, but not exactly. Sometimes right. you might be assigned to this person, not for a romantic relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might even just be an opportunity for inspiration. It might be an opportunity just even in terms of friendship. It might even just an opportunity to lead, this, support this person in go- coming closer to Christ or to God, right? But understanding the difference, I think, between being assigned to something might not be your purpose, but it can support you in growing and becoming closer, becoming the person you need to be. I I think think that's what I meant by assignments. Mm -hmm. Not saying that, I think it could actually be um, interchangeable, probably could be both. But what I really meant is that you can have particular assignments that you are to do that will, that is actually a part of your purpose. And I believe that you could have assignments just like your example that will lead you to your understanding of your purpose. Right. Like you said, with the relationship with the person, that's not the purpose. We're not supposed to get married, you understand? But my interaction with you or what I was supposed to learn, maybe you weren't supposed to be my boo thing, mm-hmm. but what I learned in my re- interaction with you has taught me more about myself, so, yeah. more about life, and it has led me to more of an understanding of what my purpose is to be. So I guess right. in my understanding, I can see how it can be both, actually. Right, right, right. I wanted right. to... Um, because you had mentioned family definitely had mentioned family and i want to like tap into that real quick because sometimes people are born to kind of be the the shift in their family come on bring so like because <laughs> we 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 talk we often hear about generational curses and generational wealth and blessings and such sometimes we get to a point where you're like man i want to experience that and then you realize through your experience of trying to you know desiring these things that you're the one that has to start it out yes if you want that for your future kids if you want that for your grandkids and your grand great your great grandkids and stuff like that you are the one so like at a time it becomes like okay now it's my task or assignment Mm -hmm. you know it may not be your purpose but it's your task to kind of lead you into being more of who god wants you to be so that you can be that avenue or that catalyst for that generational wealth for your family so right that's Mm -hmm. that's what i kind of meant also in terms of um being born for a specific time yeah yeah. Because mm-hmm. it was at the time period that you were born that was like, guys, like, all right, cool. You're the person that's going to change uh-huh. leadership for your family. Absolutely. Okay. You know, so. And that ties back to like what Shay was saying earlier in regards to obedience. Because right, in order right, right. to break generational curses or to shift right your, your family or what has occurred, it requires you to be obedient in right. a way that others may not have been you know, before you. Uh, and agree. to be present in ways that others have not been. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. presence. Come through with the word. <laughs> come through with all of it, right? Because <laughs> presence is very important when it comes to you being your purpose. Because there's this um, text from, from the Apocrypha. I don't know if you read that. Apocrypha? But yeah, from the mm-hmm. Apocrypha. And it, um, no mentions, judgment zone. Say what you want nah, to say or what you learn. <laughs> say it with your chest, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, I'm trying to, I'm paraphrasing. Um, it says the the wisdom of the scribe comes in times of leisure. So there comes a time where you have to like really sit back. Because my bro, Big Mike, shout out to Michael Seventh Scroll in the uh, Natural Nibble School. Mm-hmm. Um, he was telling me before God can use you for his purpose for you, he got to sit you down. And isn't that time of you sitting down a time of leisure, but you're attentive. Would you call it what we would see in scripture of just being still? Yeah. Would you equal it right. out yes, to that? Yes, yes, okay. being still. So him sitting you down is you being still because it's like certain things got to be purified within you before you can then walk through in your purpose that he has for you. Because oftentimes, if you understand like how you are as a person individually may not be the best version of yourself for your purpose. So everybody has to go through a purification process. And that's where that stillness or 
being sat down comes in. I think what we when we look at that up, particularly within you find it in scripture and you find that I think just even our walk as as well as just like a Christian understanding when is it my time? Um like that next. I, huh? <laughs> that concept will be got next. Yeah, but that that space of also when you're talking about that purification, sometimes we desiring maybe even because of the pressures that we feel from culture, the pressures from looking at other people and what they have, that we're just like, man, when am I going to have this? How come I haven't already? Maybe you're not the person you need to be yet in order to be either, I don't know, the mother or the married woman or whatever particular things that you are aspiring to, the business that you want. Maybe there are particular things that you still need to learn first before you actually have that. Because sometimes it's like, I want this, I want this but can you sustain it that's the thing so you know like can sustainability. you can you sustain it once you have it because you don't necessarily have those tools so when i hear that it's understanding that development process that we got to go through in order to become who it is that we're also called to be and i, I think that continues that that evolution continues throughout throughout life yeah. yeah that's that's what we're meant to be people of evolution right and when i think of it also i like how you said with culture and society i think one thing that is a detriment i'll use that we're a detriment to walking in our journey or our purpose is playing the comparison game yeah constantly <laughs> looking at others how come i am not there how come i can't do this but i want to be here and i've had that in my own spiritual journey and we could put it in that kind of avenue of spirituality when you're inside church and you're looking at other people that are in ministry or they're doing something or marriage ministry and you're just sitting here like but i don't know what i want to do but i got to be involved in the ministry i got to do something i got to do something because <laughs> it's what a christian does you walk inside the church and they're looking at you so oh so you're only here to warm the pews yeah you're dormant so you you feel like what am i doing and you start to even or from my own experience you start to even compare your spiritual knowledge your spiritual connection with god gifts oh come on there were times that i was looking at other people and i'm like oh they know scripture off the top of their head oh my gosh they know how to break down scripture how come i can't do that if i can't do that that must mean my connection with God is not as deep. That um, must be. Or if that, you can't speak in tongues. If you can't speak in tongues, yeah, I can't people say believe in fancy that. Fancy words and prayers. In prayers. <laughs> do you know how much people I know do not want to pray because they feel like I don't sound like such and such? Yeah. And because I don't have the blueprint down compared to understanding that prayer is just a communication with a friend, a communication with your creator, that you should be in a state of, yes, reverence, but of comfortability. You know what I mean? But we're so rigid in, you better be kneeling down. I've heard that before. You gotta have your eyes closed at your all times. Your eyes better be closed at all times. You better be kneeling down. And this is how you're supposed to sound, right. where it takes away the relation aspect with right. God, right? Liturgy. So you guys could even touch more, or even her, if you want to touch more on that, that a lot of times we are not even living in our journey or, again, understanding our purpose because we're so concentrating on looking at other people or even trying to define our lack thereof spiritually i mean when i hear you kind of say that i think about my experience and my walk spiritually and you know i'm grateful to say that i didn't have that i didn't have anyone kind of like chastising me and saying like what do you if anything i felt like i heard it more from my household as a haitian child mm-hmm. <laughs> what you doing with your life like you know yeah. what I mean? but, like there were more pressure there um but I, i'm you know i'm grateful that i felt like i had a um 
a good support in, in, in community and such in regards to growing relationship with God. But what I do think lacked in my experiences, and I think that's part of the growth that we need in the global church and as well as just as, as human beings and community is understanding how to communicate and teach others. Yes. And I found that maybe when I was younger, there were experiences where, you know, I was taught how to pray, but sometimes people didn't feel comfortable maybe to pray because they're watching and hearing someone else do something. Yes. And now there's an internal part of you and there might be these particular thoughts that say to you well maybe I'm not good enough good enough yep. to to pray and and if you begin to already think that you are not good enough before your relationship with God you're going to feel hesitant to pray in front of others because in fear that it's not good enough or it won't look like everyone else's and in those spaces I think it's really important that we understand our um, responsibility to teach you yes. know, to teach others and, and show up. Here's how you can pray. Here's what a conversation can look like. Here's how I can support you. And I think oftentimes in our communities, we also fail to do that because we're still trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then exactly. we're still trying to figure it out. And and not to the fault of, of our own or some folks is just we get so caught up in our own journey of trying to figure out what this next piece is and dealing yeah. with part of some of our own insecurities. And still, I think at every level you move up to when you're successful, people are just like, wow, look at what such and such is accomplishing without knowing that they too are just like, am I good enough to still do this? Yeah. Like, how do I accomplish right. this next thing? And they're just literally making it day by day by holding on to God. And so um, I feel like conversations like this are more important where we really need a level of transparency. Always. And just say, you know, that's well, my motto. Yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is where I'm at. And this is what my conversation looks like. You know, I talk to my friends and when we've had our Bible studies and I've talked about transparency in regards to what my prayers looked like in different stages with stages. my walk with God. Correct. Because my prayers looked different according to what stage I was in my walk and my closeness to him. Exactly. You know, so I, I do think that that's part of what's missing is the is more of the encouragement to really teach and then not just only encourage one another to teach but then also show us how to teach show us how right. to teach it's I totally moment. agree yeah because it's one thing to be like go teach and we oftentimes have people who are teaching but they don't know how to teach because right. <laughs> they haven't received the support yeah, on how to do that teach too. you know not everybody right. is right. meant call, to be exactly, that teacher and called to do that right, right. So those of us who are called get to kind of create that. But I do believe in some regards, we all really are teachers because. Yeah. In some form, of, I, I totally I, agree with you. Because what I'm hearing is that there's there's different things that kind of are enemies to purpose, mm. which is doubt, fear. I like that. And lack of lack of tools yeah, or, yeah. or skill sets and stuff like that. Because whenever you're doubting, you know, you're going to be fumbling, you know, and then when you're fearful, you're, you don't know what's going to come next. You start to to make things appear to be what they're not. So then that fear fact um, factor That's comes true. into it. So it's just like, Your and then when you don't have the tools, right? And then when you don't have the tools on top of the doubt and the fear, people get stuck. So then the comparison encompasses all of that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, oh man, I don't have what they got, so I can't move forward. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, if we so. can even extend to that, it's that even in the era that we're in now oh with social God. media and comparison, <laughs> like that's another, uh, again, I feel like it's another detriment to ourselves because we have it in the palm of our hands where mm -hmm. we're quote unquote seeing everyone's lives. Right? right. And then we're like, but I don't have that. I'm not as far ahead or this person sounds so good or this person looks like they found or figured out what they're doing with their life. But Shira said something very um, important 
important just what now. What she say? What she say? <laughs> what she, where she said you're busy comparing yourself to this person, not understanding behind closed doors they have their own insecurities that they're right. dealing with. Right. A lot of times we're comparing ourselves to people that we see on YouTube, um, social media mm-hmm. that we're seeing every day, but not understanding what's going on behind the scenes or if they're even wearing a mask. Right. And what you're seeing is truly not reality. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. so we definitely have to be careful on that. Yeah, but you know, the other part, just as you said, those enemy, those enemies to purpose essentially is what just like scripture says that the enemy comes to steal, kill and destroy right and, uh, uh, and that part is really to distract you from right. your purpose because we purpose. go back to that definition at least for me my understanding of what it's what God calls you to be then the enemy doesn't want you to fully to be stand in your purpose right. of right. what God calls you to be so Excellent. you know those things are going to come to particularly distract you to derail you to mm-hmm. pull you away and that's where it does become important to know like what is your plan like my pastor you know from uh, my church pastor Darius Daniels he he did a sermon talking about what's your plan for pain okay. you know and so it's kind of like and I loved in that concept that idea of just sort of when this begins to come up what am I going to do to a address right. you know Gotta that derailment those those thoughts are about to come up how do i address it do i allow it to derail me or do i use scripture do i use the truth <laughs> to actually pull me back into focus yeah and i love the way you said that because a lot of times you said let me and i may be messing it up and you just said it <laughs> but where you said to address there we go to address the pain our situation i've realized with a lot of people we don't even address it we don't want to go there we even acknowledge it we don't acknowledge it because of the key word you said pain right it's painful so i rather not address it. i rather bypass it and try to figure out another route. Not realizing the route of addressing it and acknowledging it is what will bring on the healing or the cure for your situation. Let's tap in a little bit into our personal journey. We don't got to go too deep, but um, anyone can go first. But does anybody believe in this current moment that they have discovered their purpose? Yeah, I feel that um, for myself, I think, again, there are different purposes that I have, but I definitely know that one of my aspects for purpose is to teach. Okay. I definitely believe that God called me to do that. And I think that it took me a while to accept it, <laughs> you know, because I, I kind of had different visions or thoughts for, for myself. And, and and also, especially you guys know this growing in a Haitian household, like teacher wasn't the first thing they told you to be. Uh, Doctor. <laughs> or a lawyer but no one taught you that you know being a teacher was just as great and but here I am seeing that much of my life journey has constantly been built off of me teaching Mm. and it's it has always been me teaching youth Mm. you know and being called to be to be present in that space and I love it you know I love it of course just like the other part that we don't talk about is I think what caused me at different times to have confusion around um, me being called to to be in that space was the moments where I didn't have happiness in it. Okay. And I feel like we're often taught to believe like once you have your purpose, like you're just going to be happy, happy all, yeah. the all the time. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah, that's <laughs> not exactly what it is because there are going to be moments where it's tough and it's challenging and right. it's frustrating. Because you said it before. Sorry to cut you off. You said development. When we're going through growing pains, it right. doesn't always feel good. Right. But the end result or where we're going is what brings on the happiness. So like you said, and I love the fact that you said that, that you at a point defined your purpose based on how happy you were in it. Right. That's right. deep. 
Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. And the same goes for music, which I believe is my other purpose as well. Okay. And yeah, and it's just like with singing and the same thing, when you're moving through music, it's frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, it can be, and it, and it can be hurtful, it can be painful, you know, but again, it there are a lot of aspects where I may not be happy, but I can definitely point to so many places where I have joy. I experience joy when I'm fully performing and I'm singing. I experience joy when I'm seeing my students excel. I, I believe that my purpose, you know, on this earth, especially during this time, is to be uh, not to be a healer because I'm not a healer, but a facilitator of healing. Why do you say you're not a healer? Because I believe all true healing comes from the Most High, the Creator. But I'm used as a vessel to facilitate that. But wouldn't that still consider you a healer? I wouldn't say so. But I, I mean, I hear what you're yeah. saying, but. I can see with Ashir in the sense of mm-hmm. like our ultimate teacher, the wise one, almighty, right. <laughs> is the most high right. creator, right? But he uses that or has placed that in her. Right. So would I not still call her a teacher? Those who who she is, who goes out and teaches people, not only her students, but even probably teaches or touches through her music, through her words, where it's just not students, but it's all those that's around her. And right, I'm just, right, right. I'm not saying I'm right, right, right but right, I'm right. saying I, I don't think you should take away from calling yourself a healer. I don't mm. think you're just trying to say I'm the almighty healer, whatever. <laughs> but like you said, right. you're a vessel, right, but right, in right. that vessel, you are healing others, which in right. a sense, you are a healer. So like, like for me, when I, when I rationalized it within my mind, it didn't t- kind of take away from the, I guess, the value of what was done mm-hmm. per se, but more so the credit, just rendering where the credit is due. Of course, you know what I mean. Because yeah. it's like I could, I could do. For example, one um, method is through massage because I'm mm-hmm. in massage therapy school. I could do all of that, but if my hands are not really like blessed and touched by the Most High, mm-hmm. He doesn't send that you know healing force through me. Mm-hmm. Then it's just like yo, I'm just rubbing somebody up, and I can make it worse. <laughs> you know, so. I look at it as like, you know, the value is still there, but the, the credit has to, for me, I'm, I'm, I'm in a space currently where the credit has to go to, I you agree, know, the wrong time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, but I mean, there are people who do call themselves healer. I just like go down the other route, mm-hmm. but I find that that's one method in which, you know, healing is just a, a umbrella, but the ways in doing that, cause healing can, can be facilitated through me just listening to somebody having, um, you know, with their bad day or being a listen, a good listener or being able to teach somebody something that they didn't know before yep. that kind of leads them to kind of dig deep within themselves so then they can move forward within, you know, whatever situation they're in. Mm-hmm. So I find that through, and like you, I've been, you know, I find that teaching is one of, I guess, a gift that has been given to me because I found that uh, I'm able to um, break down things in a language that children can understand. So I always thought that, man, if I was to be a teacher, you know, I'd be lit. You know, I'd be able to teach in a, such a way where it, it would it would be so, you know, basic that is is very com- like common to understand. So the umbrella uh, purpose is healing, but the ways in which it occurs are just there are many. So. Do you guys believe that? And I know from Ashira what you were saying, like you're still continuing to grow. And I believe we all are. But do you feel like there was a time frame that it took you to get to this point of understanding where you are right now? Absolutely. It, it takes time it does it takes time it takes time um particularly because 
it just takes time to even know who I am. Yeah. <laughs> you mm. know what I mean? And, and and it just it takes time to know who I am. And part of that is learning also who I am through the different experiences that I've also had. So that with maturity, the experiences through education on a mm. lot of different levels, my understanding definitely developed because I built a skill, sort of like what Hervé said, you know, the building of tools came with time. For myself, what I have learned throughout time is that I was running or away from whom I always knew myself to be. And you also taught me that, Ashira. There are certain things that I'm doing now. Ashira knowing me since a child. There are things that I would do. And she was like, why aren't you doing this? There are things that I always knew based on my personality that I desired to do or I was capable of doing. And for a good portion, there are times I lived it out when it came to things such as communication, uh, things such as media. But then there were other times, like you said, (laughs) that there was a distraction that happened. Not only a distraction, but of a, am I capable? Am I capable of being an Oprah? Am I capable Mm. of being this type of person on television that I desire to be? Um, And then when you bring in the aspect of conversion, then you start saying, is this in alignment with what God's will is for me? Um, Or if you can go go a little bit further in certain belief systems, you shouldn't be involved in certain things of media and in that realm. So I start to think, (laughs) I start to think, okay, so what else can I do? But I realized the more I ran away from that, I was run away from myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I'm I think it's so beautiful that I'm continuing to grow in what I would say is my ultimate purpose, but I'm taking joy and fulfillment in the different parts of my journey that I f- I feel that I have lived that out and it's and I use the word ultimate because I think there's going to be this just awesome huge thing where I'm just like aha you know but in the moment of just with this podcast or times that I've done my poetry or even writing the books or other times where I say this and you guys know I live by communication transparency and vulnerability so like you said sometimes it's not out there to the masses but sometimes it's what is your relationship to the people that surround you in your everyday lives and the fact that I can say I've grown or I've matured and I had to learn some hard things about myself but willing to say okay what is the next step or what is God trying to teach me because what I realize we're saying here multiple times is that purpose is not ultimately what you are here to do but who are you here to be (laughs) you know and i think that's the beauty so instead of concentrating on oh my gosh what i gotta do what i gotta do what's my purpose and this and that it's like but are you developing on who you're supposed to be and in that it's a journey and in a development so stop looking at the end goal but start looking at the little moments that bring you to that end goal yeah so like i wanted two things i wanted to say the first thing i wanted to say is that in regard to relationship and purpose and stuff like that um my girl sent me this she said there has not been a successful relationship without hard conversations Mm -hmm. right and relationship doesn't necessarily mean between you and another person it could just be a relationship between you and yourself unless you have those hard conversations with yourself you're not going to grow and progress and stuff like that because we first have to have that understanding within ourselves like yo i'm messing up (laughs) you know you had that hard conversation with yourself and then move forward Secondly, I've realized that, you know, I liken us all as humans to be wells. Everything that we need is within us. 
we just have to go into the abyss to kind of draw it out to mm-hmm. let these things flow mm-hmm. because and it takes you know sometimes it takes different experiences for you to understand that sometimes it takes like a, a trickle of light whether that be through a person that kind of be like hey this is what you should be doing like you had with her and stuff like that so i think we we all have what we need within us it just has to be drawn out and however that's drawn out it can be nurtured. drawn out nurtured it can be drawn out through nurture. It can be drawn out through nature. It just over time, it just naturally come out. It's like sometimes wells overflow. And what, also, I mean, what I mean by nurture is in the sense of like a seed has already been planted, planted yeah. but it needs to be nurtured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water, sun, whatever. And we're just using the analogy of those things, but in the sense of like what you said with people, experiences mm-hmm. right. can be in comparison to sun, light, water, whatever, which right. is growing into us what has always been. Yeah. And I think that's what I was trying to say in the sense of like or my question here is do we believe that purpose and personality are actually married meaning that who you were always called to be is actually starting to grow and become your purpose because we know character (laughs) because we know character is different from personality right Mm. so i'm just saying our character develops but our personality i feel is something that has it can kind of shift from time to time, but I think it is innately who we were yeah. always to be. Like you said, um, with scripture where you were just like, you were born for a time such as this. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, so who Herve is, who Ashira is, who Shana is, that's within our personality that has always been. Our characters are developing, but based on our personality and who we meet and what obedience we live out to the voice of God now continues to develop purpose. So do you guys see the same yeah, thing in I a see sense? That. I see that. I, I hear it. But I don't know. I kind of feel like I don't. I don't feel like I separate character and personality. Uh, mm-hmm. To be honest, I, I do think that personality has much to do with your character. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the building of your character tells me much about your personality. I feel like they, mm-hmm. they kind of are interchangeable. And okay. And um. And I feel uh that yeah i don't feel that personality and purpose are tied because oftentimes to stand in your understanding for purpose in regards to what god calls me to be i might have to give up things in my personality to become that i I feel i feel that there are times in my walk right that there are parts of who i was that does not work with who it is and I'm called to be and in regards to just like in building character and especially sitting with scripture mm-hmm. a lot of my personality shifted right um mm-hmm. when it looks like the 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 part of for example being a teacher and being assigned to kids like I learned more about patients right um with students there were particular habits certain things and how I might address someone that I can no longer do a number one because just in reading the word like that would just read my character and have me look at myself and be like oh but you're not right okay wait a minute (laughs) you might have to you might have to change that a little bit and I found that when I started shifting and 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 changing these things in my character that I had been so tied to and was just like well that's just me I then learned later on found that I started finding more joy in my purpose because I was letting go of these things that I had called a part of my personality. I guess what I mean by that, and we might end up saying the same thing or still might be saying something different. That's perfectly fine. I think like you said, with the building of patience, I think those are characteristic traits. But when I say 
personality, I guess I'm thinking of how I, I know you to be. You have always been someone that loved to sing since we were kids. You have always been someone that was artistic and creative. You have always been someone that loves to sit with their family and their siblings and talk and teach. So those are all things that I felt was always your personality. Mm-hmm. And now it's blooming or it has always been, but it's developing and it's blooming. And like you said, you realize you, you're a singer, you realize you're a teacher so that's what I meant by certain things in your personality that has always been you extends to what your purpose is compared to like what you said there are certain things that when we're with God or life teaches us and we realize oh this got a shift and your patience had to shift maybe your understanding of forgiveness had to shift and I understand those things that shifted was things that were in your character that had to develop compared to not taking away from your personality that had to shift right and I hear that but then I wonder because sometimes there are people who would claim for example in terms of personality well I don't talk often I don't like to talk much Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and they'll say that's a part of their personality but then you're being called to Mm -hmm. and be a director of a company which then requires you to actually communicate and speak more Mm -hmm. right and so would we still be talking about the same thing here when we're talking about? Because that's what I'm looking at in regards mm-hmm. to some of the things that people take on as personality traits, right? Not just only the uh, the part of being creative, but then also these other aspects of yourself where you might be a little shy or timid or, you know, particular things that fall into character. So I guess that's why it's hard for me to separate. The Maybe two. it's like what you said. It's interchangeable or even like subjective. It's like, I even agree with what you're saying also, but I still stand on what I say. And I'm wondering, yeah. I'm just wondering if it's something like you said, that could be interchangeable and it's not completely concrete, but it could also be subjective. So like a person that doesn't like to talk, but is called to be like a leader of like a company and stuff like that. I feel like them not liking to talk doesn't necessarily always, they don't necessarily have to shift from that per se. They may not like to talk, but if they want to, I guess, have success within their company, they're fine, they're fine I guess, their way to kind of get through that dislike to kind of do the task at hand. I, I would say they at most eight cousins. Why do you believe or why do we believe that people, and we don't even have to just say this generation, just people in general struggle with finding their purpose. I think we said all the elements, but we could right. even still tap into it if there's any further things that we want to say. Just instant gratification. Because when you want something instant. immediately, mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to go through the process in which it will help you develop the nitty gritty aspect of it. So when, because we're living in a time, I guess I guess I'm putting it on the time that we're living in, because mm-hmm. I can't speak for the past time, a time where everybody wants things immediately. It's a mixture of just the, uh, the comparison, the doubting, the instant gratification, which kind of gives people a, a hard time to like, you know, really sitting down and going through that process of um, development to kind of reach to that um realization on purpose i would agree with the aspect of instant gratification i think part of the reason why we have difficulty finding purpose is because we tie purpose to a specific feeling Mm you know um and Mm. this feeling like once i find my purpose i'm just going to be in absolute bliss and then now you're in your purpose and you're like wait a minute this is it 
<laughs> like, <laughs> right. awareness is actually really hard. And yeah. uh, am I actually meant to do this? Like, I remember having a conversation, you know, with one of my cousins, and we were talking about this. And, you know, she was working hard to get to where she was, and now she is where she is. And she's like, oh my gosh, this is really difficult. And I don't even know am I even good enough to do this? And was I actually mm. meant to be here now? Right. And so these doubts begin to creep in because the experience fell outside of the expectations she had set. Right. You know, and, and, and I think it's less about the space of the feeling, but again, beginning to have more of a concept and understanding about purpose being tied to presence, just like you shared earlier. I don't know if you guys got to watch the, the Disney um, movie soul. No. Yo, this is like the Everybody's third person. About it. But it's just today. because we're talking about purpose and I mean they they pretty much tie you know they talk about that and they touch on that you know so I won't really go too much into it because I think you should watch it but would would you be able to share what was said without giving the movie away no I just think it it, it touches on the same idea right okay that there's this this concept here that I need to find my purpose I need to find my purpose and right now we're also in a time where I think finding your purpose has become like this buzz term now Tr- yes we're talking yeah. about that a lot more than we ever have particularly in the past it yeah. used to just be like you need to get a job right um <laughs> you have to choose a career but now people are just like i just don't want a career i want to know my purpose correct um and now the purpose part is also now tied to this idea of fulfillment that if i find my purpose i will be, we'll be happy. fulfilled yeah mm. i'll be happy um which is a setup you yeah. know it's a setup because you can be called to something and and particularly your purpose the reason why it's a, it's a setup is because we are now taught to believe that your purpose is about you and it's not mm-hmm. um facts. it's not about me <laughs> it's actually ultimately not about my personal happiness but it's actually a part of what i'm being called who i'm being called to serve and so your purpose is more about service and i think that's part of the the key that right. we're, we're missing there um who am i being called to serve and how i'm being called to serve as a byproduct of your service you know, if you do a, a willful service and stuff like that, I think happiness is a byproduct of that. Right. You're not doing mm-hmm. it to be happy, yeah. but right. that happiness comes naturally comes out of, because you do get a high out of like, yo, I actually did that. Yeah. yeah. So comes this, with it. this is yeah. definitely a byproduct of happiness. Right. It's the same that. as going in just kind of like, you know, the, the money and the income that comes with it is a byproduct. But then if you're pursuing this particular thing solely because I want to have fame or I solely want right. to have, you know, this amount of money, then we're not necessarily really pursuing our purpose here. Mm. Um, but when we begin to kind of be in the space of really understanding service, then all those other pieces come through, especially for me when God is in it. And I love that you guys mentioned that it is about who am I called to be, but who I am called to be to be of service to others right because again when you say instant gratification it's not only about what can happen now but instant gratification of again what Ashura said of how can I be happy now right I don't feel fulfilled now but as we said in doing all these things we actually miss out on being present miss out on being and seeing the elements of our life experiences or what we need to learn to develop who we are to be in those moments, right? Yeah. So what can we say are some things that one can do in order to find their purpose? Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like to really, to be, like to really, just like you said earlier, to be still, 
to have that moment of, you know, downtime where you're like, you know, of course through prayer and stuff like that, but to really sit down and like, you know, you everybody knows what they want to do. Mm-hmm. It's just how to go about doing it. It's like okay. kind of like difficult for people to go through because like sometimes you know somebody's purpose could like they they can know like I know I'm called to do this, but how am I to accomplish this? I don't know. So I think them sitting down just and of course preparing yourself. You cannot fulfill something without preparing first. So putting yourself in position to kind of you know learn the things that you need to learn. Putting yourself always staying ready. I know even in the NBA when somebody's like cut to the bench and you know they they are like, they always say coach i'm ready whenever you call me cuz once i'm called i'm putting in that work buckets you know so always being prepared you know studying to show yourself approved whether it relates to your purpose whether it relates to the scriptures whether it relates to you know building yourself up um and just being still and not rushing the process so i think that would be of great help all those elements that you mentioned are very important in being still and um doing the work because one thing that I've heard a lot recently um, this year is preparation meets opportunity right Mm -hmm. so always constantly putting yourself like you said in the development of yourself either be studying reading staying still being present all those things will enable your growth and once opportunity like you said with the NBA or get you off the bench or whatever comes you are ready But there are others (laughs) that you said earlier know their purpose. There are those that do not. Mm. And in that sense, it's a little harder to stay still. It's a little harder to what do I study? What do I do? Because I'm such in this space space of confusion that I don't know what my purpose is. Because, again, we are looking for an end goal to say this is exactly what it looks like. So now I know. And I get it. It's an uncomfortable place to be in. Yeah. When you hear others say, oh, yeah, I know my purpose. I'm probably not living it out yet or I'm working to live it out. But then there are others that are like, I have no, no clue. <laughs> yeah, I think really prayer, <laughs> like yeah. straight up like prayer. I, you know, praying about everything. And when and when I say prayer, I mean like a real honest, transparent conversation with God. Um especially if you are, you know, of the faith, like if you really have an honest conversation that looks like what you mentioned earlier, Irvi, like a difficult, a difficult conversation you talked about in relationships, having hard conversation with self, you know, um, what really, you know, catapulted my closeness to God was having difficult conversations with him. Yeah. And having those really difficult conversations with him that then allows me to also be honest, not just only with him, but with myself. Right. Right. And I feel like when it comes to purpose, not just only just praying and asking God, you know, like what my purpose is, but then also just even being open to confess and recognize, are you actually ready to receive it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you, because sometimes, (laughs) sometimes we're like, sometimes there's some of us who are just like, I don't know what my purpose is, but there's actually that other element of that. I'm not good enough to receive what I think it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can do it. God, if you put me there, I don't know if I'm capable. I'm actually, I'm afraid, you know? Um, and so there are, are spaces where he could be telling you, but are you listening? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Or the other spaces, what if I don't want what you asking me to do? 
<laughs> what if I'm really fixed on what it is that, you know, culture and society has like, I see myself doing this because that's what I want to look like that. Maybe I really want fame. <laughs> mm. Maybe I really want this. Right. So being honest, you know, in conversation with ourselves, with God, you know, just about where you're actually at. Yeah. Right. I think would, yeah. would really support the process. Beautifully said. So I guess just to wrap things up and uh, if you guys want to interject, you can. But I've seen and what I have discovered, I knew it to be so, but I think this just enlightened it a little bit more for me and has placed me in a spot of being just more peaceful in order to be more still, in order to study more, in order to enjoy being present, is that the end goal is not ultimately what I am here to do but ultimately who I am here to be. And then everything else will fall into place, you know, because another scripture that comes into mind that has come up a lot in different conversations is um, seek ye first the kingdom. I was just taking that. That's it. It's like like seek ye first the kingdom of God and And his righteousness and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. And I just see it as if you just take on the fundamentals of what purpose looks like or what it is deemed to be, or not deemed to be what it is, everything else will fall into place. Because many times we're concentrating on the wrong things. Right. Or like that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, mm. right? Where we're running after this particular thing, but missing out. On, again, we could say this a thousand times over, missing out on the moments that lead us to that. Being patient with understanding that even when he gives me the vision, that doesn't mean I execute it tomorrow. Hello, you know somebody. Talking prophecy right now. You know, <laughs> prophecy. And, 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 and so it's true. like, and we yeah. look at it, you know, within scripture, people that he called when he spoke to Abram before Abram became Abraham, right? It's like he said what he was going to do, but it took some time. It took yeah. some time. <laughs> you know, and, and then, and you know what I'm saying? And when we look at as well in scripture, we're looking at, you know, Jesus was a carpenter. You know what I'm saying? We're looking at different things in different stages, you know, in development. Like, I feel like we're constantly given examples of where you know where you're being called for a specific purpose but that doesn't mean that you immediately execute right. it the moment that you hear it and you get it from god that's a very um, important so it's important point. to continue to be patient for the time that you've been called to for be the time such the as this because yeah. the time such as this may not just be right now when you get it but it may be tomorrow and you'll know when that time comes oh yeah definitely you know, you'll yeah. know yeah. when that time comes as you continue to just be present thank you again guys for this i think this was a very beautiful conversation thank you for having us of course right. you allowed us to be timeless like, out here girl like be no. part of she discovered podcast yes, like, i feel i feel I discovered right here. <laughs> <laughs> i feel discovered you're hilarious yeah, no yeah. it's it it is my pleasure like i said this podcast is definitely not about my own personal experiences but about the people that surround me that has played a part in my experience but knowing that they too have a voice it's not only mine 
because I can say what I can say, but based on the people surrounding me and their perspective, other people will be blessed um, or will discover their own things that they need to learn about themselves and about the people that or the things that, you know, surround them. So again, thank you, uh, listeners. I hope again, as always, that you've had your moments of self-discovery or even just understanding the concept of things that surround you with family and friends. And I hope in this moment, you are on your journey to finding your purpose or even understanding it a little bit more. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you've gained some knowledge, insight, and clarity in this moment, creating your own inner discoveries. Tune in again with new episodes released every Tuesday. And most importantly, head over to at She Discovered Podcast on Instagram to interact with me and receive more tips and info relating to all topics discussed. As always, you are appreciated.